The Atlantic Access Podcast is a presentation of Infohub.ca. For the latest on what's happening in your community, let's build the future together at Infohub.ca. And Entertainment Plus Mobile DJ and Media Relations in Moncton, see EntertainmentPlus.ca. Welcome to the Atlantic Access Podcast. Now your host, Terry Parker. Thank you, Jen, and Happy New Year, everyone. Welcome to 2022. As 2021 came to a close, a local band of fantastic musicians released their debut five-song EP, made up of members of the former Payen Jazz Fusion Improvisation Group, Umlab, had one of the most anticipated new releases of the year. As Denis Surette of the band is going to tell us, this is just a preliminary project of more things to come in the future. But what a fantastic debut it is. It's called Disc Space, and we'll play the title song here in just a bit. Just before that, we're going to take you back to Les Payens Days and their Carte Noire album, with one tune in particular that seemed to be a bit of a precursor to this new project. To get us started, this is DJ Teddy Beans on Atlantic Access.
On Atlantic Access this week, we're talking with Denise Sudet and enjoying the music of Umlab and their debut EP called The Disc Space. And uh, just so in case you go looking for this, it's disc in the French spelling of the word, disc space. Uh, Denise, first of all, congratulations on this EP. It, it's pretty special. Well, thanks so much, Terry, and thanks for, thanks for having me on. You know what? We're having a great time with this band. Of course, we're four of the five members of Les Payens, and Payens had finished uh, a couple of years ago. Four of us have kind of just branched off and, and we're really, really stoked. We're coming up with new ways of making music. Played the uh, the title song from the disc and before that, uh, just for a point of reference, I did date back to the Payan days and uh, include a tune, DJ Teddy Beans, and <laughs> I think that's from your, your last studio album as Le Payan. And yeah, yeah, exactly. The reason I went there, Denis, is because in listening to, to that album, it was one of the tunes that stood out to me as perhaps uh, one of, that was a, a precursor to this current project. Uh, there was a little bit more experimenting going on with looping and stuff like that. Well, that, yeah, well, well done, because that's exactly it. Like, I think uh, the last Payan album, Cup Noir was the name, and uh, I think from there, I think we kind of we were on to something. When Payan ceased to exist, well, we, we just continued along that same line, and we're really into this looping thing. For, for people that don't know, looping is not necessarily pre-recorded tracks, but it could be. The basic idea of it is we are all in-ear, so our reference to, to hear each other is all in-ear. So we have access to a what's called a click track. So as soon as you hear a tempo, only we hear that, that tempo. So we can lock into that. And with technology, we can add things that it could be pre-recorded tracks or a pre-recorded guitar riff or, or something like that. And we can also do that on the fly. So if, if we're improvising, we can create a, a riff and, and just kind of let it inspire the music. So it's, it's kind of fascinating to have like this improvised aspect to it, but also um, it having like a, like a pre-recorded kind of kind of vibe to it. So, you know, the group has always been delving in experimental sounds. It's, it's always been the way, even as Le Payen. So now what I'm kind of curious about, you know, to transition from one group to another seems to be a very natural transition as far as the vibe and the feel of, of the music is concerned. It's not a very big departure. What seems to be the biggest difference are the sounds themselves and, and as you say, the experimenting with the music and coming up with new ways of, of creating. Yeah, well, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it, it's pretty it's pretty remarkable. Traditionally, I would use, uh, you know, the guitar and Nowadays, like we use effects pedals, like in between the, the guitar and then the amp. But we've kind of let go of the amp because new technology now has us forego the amplifier. And so it enables me to really create different sounds and traditional sounds as well because I'm, I'm, a, I'm a traditionalist at heart. What One feet firmly planted in, in tradition and the other into maybe innovation. I'm having a ball just experimenting. <laughs> I have no doubt about that. Part of the joy of watching you guys perform is, is that joy that you exude. We're going to move on to uh, what became the very first single or emphasis track. It, it's been around a little bit longer than the full EP. It's called Chroma. We started this project about two years ago, and I think Chroma must have been one of the first one of the first vibes that we were we were going for. It comes out of an improvisation, and what what happened with that? We have these you know these jam sessions where we record everything. So. After we record, we kind of like sift through, and then um, 
our really good friend and amazing colleague uh, and a master at, at all things music, Andrew Cregan, who, who produced this mini EP called uh, Disc Space. Well, we kind of give him the track and then he kind of sifts through it as well and then kind of grabs little parts and then we kind of create from there and uh, add some stuff, take away some stuff. Well, it turned out really well, and let's go ahead and, and make some noise with that. From the new EP from Umlab, it's called the Disk Space. This is Chroma on Atlantic Access.
This week on Atlantic Access, we're chatting with Denise Hulette of Umlab and checking out their debut project. It's called the Disk Space. I think we should acknowledge the other members. It would be my pleasure. We have Jean Surette on drums, uh, Sébastien Michaud, who is playing bass and trumpet. And then we have Jonah Hache, and Jonah's playing keyboards and, and dropping loops. Jonah also does most of our light show as when we when we play live. So it could be lights, it could be um, projections that go along with the music. Oh, Jonah is just as talented in the visual as he is in the audio. He's uh, quite an asset to this group, I'm sure. And uh, oh, he's amazing. The album um, I believe I saw was actually produced between February and November of the year 2020, as you stated before, uh, just before the pandemic graced us with its presence. And um, <laughs> you mentioned too Andy Andrew Cregan's participation. It only makes sense that an Andrew Cregan would uh, gravitate towards that as, a, as something that he would want to get involved in. Uh, was he like the fifth Beatle? like the George Martin of Umlab, <laughs> right from the get-go, or is he, did he join the, the party a little later? Yeah, a bit like, like George Martin, where he's a bit on the sidelines. As far as the creative process, he's not necessarily there. Um, the initial creative process, I should, I should say. He really puts his stamp on it. Yeah, I don't think we could do it without him. So, yeah, no, no pressure, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys are so in tune with your music, your your instruments, I should say, and your arrangements. Even though it sounds like it's high tech and it's highly produced when you're listening to the album, it's also very translatable live, isn't it? Like you guys put on a really cool show, and you're able to replicate the album pretty well. Thanks. Yeah, because of the pandemic, we haven't played live a lot, but since this summer, we've played five times. You know, the first time that we played was was last summer. It's quite fascinating to to take these pieces and tr it does translate really well live but we kind of extend these these things i think the live sessions are just tad different it, it just sounds like you're keeping that improvisational element it, it keeps things very really fresh absolutely yeah yeah we come from a, a, a jamming a jamming tradition should I say. so where can people you know get a copy get their very own copy of uh, disc space from umlab where, where can they do that well i would say First and foremost, Bandcamp um, is our where you can purchase the album, but it's also available on all the streamers, especially iTunes and um, and Spotify. Go grab a listen, people. We're going to uh, wrap it up here by spinning a couple of the more adventurous tunes on the album, uh, Bon Bon Pire Pire and uh, Fait Pas Anything, which is probably my favorite song title of the year, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> we have to input our, our chiac Oh, man, for sure. Denis, thank you so much for taking the time and for, for chatting with us about this new uh, EP. It's called Disc Space. It's inspiring. It's soothing. You know, colors start to appear in your head when you're when when you're listening to it intently or at least with some headphones in a private space it's congratulations on it and we hope to hear more from umlab in the future uh thanks for the compliments terry thank you and thank you so much for having me on the show this is umlab from their new ep disc space bon bon pire pire on atlantic access
On Atlantic Access this week, we feature the debut EP for Umlab called Disk Space. The Atlantic Access podcast is a weekly presentation of Entertainment Plus Mobile DJ and Media Relations in Moncton, see entertainmentplus.ca, as well as infohub.ca. Stay up to date with happenings and goings-on in your community by going to infohub.ca. Let's build the future together. Our bonus track this week is from an artist who's quickly become a heavy hitter on the francophone charts throughout eastern Canada, and he just released his most provocative music video to date, arguably, to go along with the latest single from his Armageddon album. This is Matt Boudreau and the song Missing No at Atlantic Access.
a new show each week. Follow the Atlantic Access podcast with Terry Parker and like our Facebook page, facebook.com backslash Atlantic Access. Access always spelled with an X.